So today I'm going to give you a quick behind the scenes, not really behind the scenes, but a little bit of an insider tip that you may not be aware of if you're sort of new to the podcast game or the online marketing game or anything like that. And so the clue that I'm going to give you is nothing happens by accident. It could also be put this way. Everything is intentional. I hope you'll stick around and listen to what I'm talking about. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and thank you for joining me today. I appreciate the fact that of all the podcasts you could listen to right now, you are concerned enough about your own podcast and the ability of it to make money and add revenue to your life that you're listening to this show to learn how to do that. One of the things I'm going to talk to you about today is something that I think it took me a long time to realize, and I think a lot of other people in our space are still a little bit clueless about. And I just want to kind of go ahead and put it out there and get you thinking about it because there is so much that this impacts. Uh, So many parts of our lives that it impacts. There are so many, you know, there's just so many parts and pieces and moving parts and pieces to keep in the air and juggling whenever you're playing this uh, podcast, build a business and, and kind of that kind of game. And I want you to be aware of something. Now, I'll give you a quick story. Back in 2011, I was uh, working. I My background is I have a teaching degree, but I never really, uh, I was more of a, you know, like coach and sports kind of thing. And so I never really got my jollies from teaching, but um, quickly left teaching after college and began working at uh, like Fortune 500 companies uh, doing some like uh, call center work, managing call centers and inbound and outbound sales training and you know, inbound and outbound sales teams. And so I spent, gosh, 17 or 18 years working in call centers. And so back in 2011, I had been recruited by a uh, small company to come and run their call center for a, uh, it was sort of a school supply company. And the only problem was I was making more money than I had made anywhere else, but I had to drive two hours each way to work. It was an 85 mile trip. And by the time I encountered rush hour traffic, both coming and going from work, it took me two extra hours every day. So I began, I didn't really know what a podcast was back then. And everything back then was like data plans were like limited. And you would have people that didn't really understand what the data plan was. And like parents would freak out whenever they would get their cell phone bills and they would have like $600 of extra charges because their kids went crazy and went over on data, you know, watching videos or whatever it was they were doing. And so I didn't really understand how podcasts worked. And I didn't like I was listening. I was going to the library every single day and I had a CD player in my car and I would go into the library every single week and getting like six or eight audio books. And then all the way to and from work every day. So I had like four hours of listening that I could do every single day. So I would go through all the books. And so I listened to like every audiobook that seemed interesting to me. And some of them I would get them and I would be like, ah, oh, this is boring. And I would have to, you know, switch to a different one. And at some point in time during that time, I learned about podcasts and that 
I could actually like download them on my phone when I was at home on my Wi-Fi. And then they could just play from my phone while I drove two hours to and from work every day. So I began listening to podcasts. But the pro- here's the problem. That was like 2011. Nobody was putting out enough content in a podcast world that I was interested in for me to produce or for me to listen to four hours of content each day. So I stumbled upon John Lee Dumas and he was doing his five day a week, or maybe it was seven days a week entrepreneur on fire podcast. And it was, he'll tell you, it was horrible in the beginning. It was awkward. He was awkward, you know, and he would say, are you ready to ignite? And the person on the other end would be like, huh? You know, I mean, it was just, it was, and he'll, he'll say all this. And we've had this conversation before. So we, and we all know it's a well-known running joke. He'll be like, go listen to me. When I started, I was awkward, but I kept doing it. And I did it seven days a week. And so I got better really fast. But I began listening to him and because he was mainly the only one that was producing content. Like Pat Flynn might put out one show a month, wasn't really committed to podcasting. There was the Fizzle Show, I might put out one show a week. But even then, I was still big gaping holes in my playlist because there wasn't enough podcast content I was interested in. But I say all that to say this. As a average employee who was driving two hours to work each day, each you know, coming and going two hours, a uh, total of four hours of drive time. Automobile University became sort of my education as far as the business world. And what I thought was the key to John Lee Dumas's success was that he just happened to be putting out a show. He happened to be the only one putting it out seven days a week. People told him he was crazy, that nobody could put out seven day a week show, interview show, not even a solo show like this. I mean, you could put out a solo show every single day of the week and just keep creating content. That's no big deal. But an interview show for seven days a week and put it out every single day and gain a following and monetize it. And suddenly now he's living the life of his dreams, right? I did not realize whenever I go back, you go back and look at what he did to actually get his show launched. And he had some self-sabotaging. In the last episode, I talked about some of the self-sabotaging things that we do to ourselves. But uh, he had that same thing when he had everything done and he was ready to launch and he kept putting off the launch date. And he finally had his business mentor be like, look, it is going out. You're putting it out there. Stop with this BS of procrastination because it needs to go out. And when I look and you look at what the people that are successful in the podcast industry have done, a lot of times it looks like they just happen to be the unicorn that were created something that hit, created something that was successful. And all of a sudden, now they, you know, make $100,000 a month or more a month. And they just happen to be one of the lucky ones. And then everyone else is like, well, if, you know, if it can happen to some people like them, it can happen to me too. And so I'm just going to sort of like, you know, you can't win the lottery if you don't have a ticket. So I'm just going to spend my dollar, get my lottery ticket just in case I happen to be the one that wins, but I don't really expect to win. But I'm just going to kind of put my hat in the ring and say I have a podcast and put the podcast out. But what you don't realize is everything that John did and everything that successful podcasters do becomes intentional. And I think we leave so much on the table as naive podcasters when we're not looking at things from an intentionality perspective. So, for example, the name of your podcast is very intentional. It has to be. Otherwise, you won't capture the audience that you want to capture. Naming shows, titles of shows, everything is intentional. You know why podcasters ask people for their book recommendations? 
It's not because we give a crap about what book you're reading. I mean, yeah, maybe some people are looking for book recommendations. That's not why those got put in the show. That's not why that becomes one of the last questions people ask whenever they have an interview on. It's because it was Amazon was an easy affiliate to become whenever you're starting out in the affiliate marketing game. And by getting a book recommendation, you knew you could put an Amazon link in your show notes. It's intentional. You see blog posts or podcasts or whatever about, here's my daily routine. I, you know, go to bed every night and I spray my pillow with this lavender scented pillow spray to help me sleep. And I get to sleep with these eye patches, the certain eye patch on my eye or what do you call them? I, I don't know, whatever those little masks are. Um, I sleep with that on. I get up in the morning and I, you know, drink this hot lemon tea and I uh, listen to this app for meditation and I do this, that. And they're like, that whole thing about morning routine and morning, you know, here's what I do. What's the purpose of that? Those are all plays for affiliate links, right? Because if you know that the person you admire and look up to in business is you know, using a Peloton every morning to get their six-pack abs or, you know, whatever beach body thing they're doing, then you might be interested in getting that too, because that's what your mentor, in quotes, does. So you do those things, and it's intentional to be a play for affiliate marketing. But a lot of people don't look at it that way, like they're not clued into that. It's the same way with, um, you know, a lot of stuff where people, I mean, obviously people are giving away free lead magnets because we know we need your email address to market to you further. Whether you read the emails or not, ultimately there's a dollar amount that can be sort of attributed to every person that you have on your email list if you're in marketing. The number of people you have on your email list becomes sometimes the value of your business. But I don't think that we're looking like we as normal, everyday Joe Blow podcasters don't realize that so many things are intentional and that goes right over our heads. And so we miss out on the opportunities because we're not realizing how intentional we need to be. The way you might have a certain person who is you're on their email marketing list and they send you emails frequently, daily weekly, monthly, whatever their frequency is. And what happens is like you might love reading their emails because of the way they tell a story or the little lesson that they learned. And you follow that. And there's people on Facebook that you love to read their posts because they start out with something that sort of draws you in. And then before you know it, you're invested in the story that they're telling about some sort of failure. And, you know, back in 2001, I was a broke college student and I did this, that, and the other, whatever the story is. And before you know it, it leads you down to, and oh, by the way, I'm starting this group or that group if you're interested in signing up because you want this transformation too. You know what I'm saying? Like Every single thing that you put out in the world should be done with intentionality. The people that are successful are doing it. And I think a lot of times, especially people that have interview shows, like, if you have an interview show, you need to be very intentional about why you're bringing on a guest and what specific aspect of a problem that your audience has that guest is going to help solve, right? This whole idea of I'm just going to have people on, I'm going to share their journey. Well, you know what? That just makes your show like every other podcast they've been on and people are less likely to listen to it. But if you say, I have someone coming on today because they're an expert in this, one thing, and I wanted to get the best person I could bring on the show to talk about this one thing, 
and solve that problem for your audience, then that's a completely different interview. And I guess my whole point in putting this out is that realizing that when you're putting out and you're creating content, you need to be intentional. The content that you create is sort of the freebie stuff that you're breaking off of your paid programs and the paid things that you do. And you need to be intentional. If you have a course or a program or a group coaching or something that you have that people can pay you to do, you need to be intentional about incorporating mention of that or pathways to that within your podcast. People that are successful do that. They become intentional with those types of things. They basically look at their programs and they take a little bitty piece of a breadcrumb and break it off for free and put it out in their podcast for free, right? But ultimately, it's like giving out the uh, Chick-fil-A nugget samples in the mall, right? Where they give you the sample of the Chick-fil-A nugget because that will lead you to come in and buy the whole sandwich or the whole meal or whatever because now you've tasted it. And that's all you're doing a lot of times with a podcast is taking these little free nuggets that you can break off and throw them out as little breadcrumbs out into the world. But all of it's supposed to design to intentionally lead back to your product or your service. When I look at, it's funny, John Lee Dumas has become the, um, you know, sort of like the de facto uh, face of podcast success. And when you look back at what he was doing, like literally, if you look at what he did with his launch and everything, some estimates are that it probably cost him upwards of $80,000. And I haven't gotten ever, he's never put out a number of what his launch actually cost him. But like it was intentional, like he made huge investments because he planned on turning it into what it is today. And he knew at what point he was going to pull the different levers of advertising and sponsorships and then creating his own course or program or whatever. Like nobody that is doing podcasting for any type of success is not being intentional with every episode that they put out and with every headline and every title and every resource that they recommend. Like if you aren't paying attention to these things, you are going to completely miss out and miss the boat. And that's my whole purpose today is just to make you understand and start looking for the intentionality in things. When you're getting an email uh, from someone, it's not, I mean, yes, it is to provide value to you, but at the same time, it's leading somewhere else. Where is it leading? Think about it like this. If you look back at the last program you signed up for, if you look back at the last thing you bought, if you look back at what you on average consume during a month, like how did they get you to buy? How did you get there? How did you get to that place where you became a customer? Something happened where they intentionally put something out and it drew you closer to them. Maybe you've been on someone's email list for a while and you've been reading their emails, but you've never bought anything. And all of a sudden you have a new problem in your business. And at the same time, your problem comes up. They just happen to have an email come out that addresses that problem. I did a show a couple of weeks ago talking about how your interviews, if you're an interview show, can rob you of revenue. And after I put out that show, I cannot tell you how many of my clients 
some that I didn't know were listening to the show, so I have to be careful, right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I didn't realize how many of my clients were listening because they emailed me and were like, wow, I feel like you're talking right to me, and I feel like I've fallen into that exact trap. And now you're going to start seeing some changes with what I'm doing. I'm going to start doing some solo shows, or I'm going to you're going to see some big changes. So thank you for the push. Thank you for the prompt and go on. Well, all of that is intentional. Like I want to put out content that moves you to take action, to move your podcast more towards sustainability and monetization. Why? Because I know the lifestyle freedom that it brings. Seven, eight, nine years ago, when I was just starting out in podcasting, I was working a corporate job, being underpaid, driving four hours total every single day to get to work. I was living at a place where I didn't want to live. I didn't want to be in the place I I was. So through podcasting, I have been able, I've made more money than I've ever made. I have lifestyle freedom. I've been able to move to an island. I live on an island. I have the ocean right at my back door. And if I want to wake up every day and go fishing, hop in the boat and go fishing before I even start working in my day, I can do that. I want you to have that lifestyle freedom. I look at people now that go to work every day, all day, and they jump up in the morning with the alarm clock and they, you know, oversleep or whatever, and they rush out and they try to get their kids ready for breakfast and they try to get them off to school and they do this and they rush, 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 rush. Then they come back at night and they're exhausted and they got to cook dinner and they got to, you know, settle in for the evening. And by the time eight or nine o'clock at night rolls around, they're just exhausted because they've been going at it constantly for 12, 14 hours already. There's no time to put into any relationship building or whatever. And I think one thing, the one takeaway a lot of us have from pandemic lockdowns and quarantines and that sort of thing is that we had way too much going on in our lives and we have a lot better quality of life whenever we're not quite so go, 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 rush, 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 you know, consume, consume, consume. But I want you to understand that you need to get more intentional about what you're doing. Just randomly putting out podcast episodes every single week based on whoever you could get on your show is not a path for success. But until you become intentional about who you target to become a guest on your show, until you become intentional about what types of shows you put out because you only want to put out shows about this particular topic because you're getting ready to launch your program and it's a great way to get people interested in the topic so they'll be more likely to buy your program. When you send out emails, you know, for a recap of the show and what people missed that week, it's not just so you can hope they'll get to listen to your podcast. You want to lead them, advance them toward where you want them to go in your funnel. These are all things that you have to begin thinking about. And as you even as you begin dipping your toes in, this can become overwhelming. But I just want you to understand that nothing is left to chance. Nothing is an accident whenever someone has taken a podcast and made it successful. Every image they put out, every link they put in their show notes, the way they internally link from one post to another and what post um, they refer back to, like all of those things are intentional and they are designed with a purpose, whether it's SEO or whether it's to keep you on their website longer or whether it's to drag you deeper down the rabbit hole that you're going. It's all intentional. And if you're not being intentional, you're the one that's going to miss the boat. So 
it's time for us all to get more intentional. <laughs> I need to be more intentional about the types of shows I put out. I need to be looking for the problems and finding the Facebook groups that I'm in, finding what problems people are having monetizing their podcast and be able to put out shows that exactly deal with that topic. Why? Because that's what they're going to be Googling and they're going to come up on this show. Same thing. If you're not in tune with what your audience needs, you need to go back and be more intentional about it. Because the more intentional you get with everything, the easier the outcome you're going to have when it comes to monetizing and getting your revenue coming from your podcast versus your paycheck. So I hope this has been a little bit helpful today to just open your eyes to the fact that nothing is left to chance whenever people have successful podcasts. Everything matters. Everything counts. And I don't want that to overwhelm you. Take it one thing at a time. Knock down one of these dominoes at a time and you'll be making huge progress. You know, if you're not putting out emails each week, put out emails each week and make them intentional. You know, if you don't have any place that you're, you haven't driven traffic to anything yet because you don't have a product or service built, productize that. Put that out there and say, this is what I'm doing. Anybody want to, you know, takers on the offer? you'll be able to put it out in such a way that you'll begin to see how people respond to your offer. You'll begin to see what questions they have. You'll begin to see what else you need to address in the sales pitch. People that are good at sales didn't just wake up good at sales. It's a skill they learned and they honed and they, you know, but once you figure out, like I have really, once I got into this whole marketing side of things and traffic and all that kind of stuff, like I literally am fearless now when it comes to being able to provide for myself and my family and create jobs for other people. Because now I know that you can literally, once you learn the marketing and traffic stuff, you can literally write your own ticket. Financially, you can create lifestyle freedom. You can create it again and again and again. And pretty soon you just begin creating things just because of the enjoyment of creating them and driving traffic to offers and putting offers together. I mean, it's crazy what you can do whenever you master traffic and marketing. And so that's, you know, that's like my passion now from the podcast perspective is I want as many podcasts as possible making money, not just through sponsorships, but through your own products and services, because your profit margins are higher, your autonomy is greater. You are more in control of your own destiny when you do that. And those people that have mastered it, they've got the ticket. They never have to worry about struggling again. They never have to worry about working for someone else. And honestly, the more money you make, the more income you have to be able to put toward the causes that you feel very passionate about. So that whole like idea of getting rich just for the sake of consuming things, like nobody needs more things in life. You know, maybe you need more experiences. Maybe you need more time. And when you have the money, you can buy the time. But maybe you also want to be able to have an impact and leave a legacy in some area that has been near and dear to your heart in your life. You know, the more money you make and, you know, it's a very noble thing to get rich so that you can give back and so that you can be able to put the money and the effort behind the causes that you feel are worthwhile. Those are all notable and noble ways to feel about becoming wealthy. And you can do that through podcasting. I hear so many people joke about, you know, there's no money in podcasting. No, I've already made millions of dollars from it. And you can too. 
It's just a matter of figuring out the systems. And the thing is, I didn't come into this with a marketing background. I'm having to learn and make my own way. And I've spent invested tens of thousands of dollars in learning this stuff. I still, every single week, invest in being in masterminds and around the people that are the best in the world at this kind of stuff. One of my mentors spends $600,000 a month on advertising. Can you imagine? Like that makes my heart hurt to spend $600,000 a month on advertising. But that's okay because they're making $3 million every single month in products that they're selling. So understand that if you just go into this willy-nilly and not being intentional about everything, then don't expect great results. But if you buckle down and get serious and really decide that you want more of your income coming in from your podcast or your programs or whatever it is that you have, then it's going to take getting intentional about every single thing that you do. And um, it doesn't necessarily mean that that all rests on you and your shoulders. It might be making sure your team is intentional, or it might be adding someone to your team that knows these things or has this expertise so that you can then figure it out, you know, the direction and then take action based on their recommendations. So intentionality, I don't want you to overlook it because every single thing that a marketer puts out is done with intention. And if you're not doing it, you're being left behind. So don't want you to be left behind. I want you to be on top of things and I want you to be always able to improve and expand and have more disposable income, more revenue coming in from your podcast so that you can do exactly what you want to in this life and support the causes that you want to and uh, have the lifestyle freedom that you want. I talk to people, other people that are in the same situation I am who have, you know, struck out as entrepreneurs, well, struck out, not as in failed, but they've struck out on their own and built this sort of entrepreneurial life for themselves. And we're used to working from home. We're used to working wherever we can. I'm, I'm still in Hawaii right now. So I'm sitting here with an ocean view on the farm every single day, taking care of horses and sheep and uh, dogs and cats and things like that. While uh, the, my friend who owns the farm, my, and my sister, is getting cancer treatments. But I can do that. I've been here all, over two months now. And you know what? I don't know when I'm going home. But that's okay because I got my home taken care of, someone staying with my animals, and uh, I can be here. I can do that. You might have family that needs you and needs your time and attention. And if you don't build a lifestyle that will support that, then you're always going to feel torn. And you can do it when you get intentional about some things. So get intentional about what you're doing with your show and get intentional about what offers you're making. Get intentional about what emails you're sending. And then from that aspect, the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. You'll feel awkward. You'll feel weird the first time you do something. I can be awkward and weird in so many places. And it's just like even in podcast conferences or networking or whatever, like, gosh, I am so awkward and insecure when it comes to things like that. And, you know, I just drive myself crazy because I see other people that just, I can't wait to get to a podcast conference and I can't wait to meet all these people in person. I'm an introvert. It's not, that's not my jam. I fake it enough to do it. <laughs> then I go home and hide for a week <laughs> to recover. But it just, I mean, understand that this is a scientific formula and it can happen for you if you're intentional about every aspect of it. So what areas do you need to pick back up the focus on and be intentional about? All of it plays into the bigger picture. So if you'd like to join us in the Facebook group, Podcast Monetization Secrets, it's a Facebook group. You can go in, just ask to join. We'll let you in. You have to learn the secret handshake. 
That's easy enough, right? So uh, come and join us. And then you can find me at teampodcast.com. And if there's uh, anything I can help you with, you can essentially uh, schedule an appointment with me there. And uh, however we can help you, I'm more than happy to. So I just want you to be intentional and begin kind of honing your intentionality skills and your intentionality radar and begin looking for ways that other people are being intentional too. So uh, you'll begin to see it. And before you know it, you're like, ah, I just realized what they're doing. Oh my gosh, that's so neat. I didn't realize. I just thought this was just a nice little email. or I just thought this was a nice little event or summit or conference or whatever. I didn't realize everything has a purpose. So I want to open your eyes and bring you into the light. So hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And if there's anything I can do for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join. And then I'll see you on the inside.